This is Kyle DeCoyan, poet, dance maker, and executive director of the Poetry Project at St. Mark's. I'm so excited for this opportunity to share questions with Anne Waldman, who was a founding presence of the project and someone whose work, spirit, and vision have really shaped my sense of all the civic social and psychic possibilities of poetry. I think the word project is really essential to this organization that Anne built and which I feel very honored to take the mantle of. This isn't just a place for presenting poetry. Um, I really study from Anne's example that poetry makes infrastructure and vice versa, that we need radical experimentation of language to constitute the conceptual material of change. Anne helped to give us this wonderful word, and it frames the question I ask myself every day, which is, what is the project? I mean, what is the horizon? What are the conditions? What are the possibilities? What are the materials? that we're working from and toward? What are we making? The activation energy of this word project is so expansive that it sustained us for more than half a century. And so I'm really pleased now to be able to share these questions with Anne. And then I'll also read a poem of hers that is very special to me. And how do you see poetry collectivity and ecology connected? How do you think these infrastructures of language, action, and climate are informing and sustaining one another? I'm wondering if you might say something about contemplative practice, and in particular, how recognition of impermanence, principles of detachment, present a path for us through the Capitolocene. And then I'd also love to hear you talk about the antithesis reality. What is the work that poetry can do to confront the forces of hyper-surveillance, disinformation, market-packaged streams of media? Well, the antithesis reality is actually a wonderful path through the Capitolocene. And I've been thinking about ways to... Um, you know, create a poesis or what I, what I call a feminifestor. Thinking about, thinking about ways to state in a, you know, a poesis statement or a feminifesto some of these ideas that combine, um, you know, what we're up against and how we have to work towards, uh, through our language, uh, creating a kind of antithesis reality that also uh, takes on and tries to transmute and work against in this apotropaic fashion. And of course, meditation is very, very helpful because you start with nothing. You build up your vis visualization, you build up your, you know, your desire, and then you have to deconstruct it. You can't hold on, but you work through a kind of um, construction of the, uh, the deity or the demon and uh, you think about how, how do you feed that demon and how you don't have to feed that demon. I think when you're working in tantric ways, 
you're up against these kinds of uh, very demanding energies that require a certain kind of attention. But there's also the wonderful uh, shamatha vipassana, emptying your mind, counting your breath, letting thoughts arise, seeing them as thoughts, seeing them as emotions and just letting them go. So you're able to still your mind and your mind becomes more like a mirror. And so when you're confronted with all the horrors and the difficulties of the Kali Yuga, they're, they're kind of reflections and you start to see that they're not so permanent. They, they can be transitory, even though they reek, reek of uh, damage and harm you start to see the uh, impermanence of all fleeting phenomena. And that helps you. It actually gives you more strength to fight the, uh, the harm and to work towards um, the vow of benefiting all sentient beings, which is the bodhisattva vow. How can you take that on? Could not stop as drift minds opalescent rhythm to land here poetry the war against patriarchs hold, and yet attend old men's mentor-verse. I owe this in the troubled times, complicity and refusal. Find words to match so you won't go mad. Because you see layers of diasporas, dislocations that suffered and out of shining kingdoms, lights of Asia and deep gnosis and civilizations that soar and ashes of betrayal and genocide and the blows and shackles and hangings that mourn and make ritual and song of these. Go down, these monsters. Honor the epic litany, which is story of tribes' notation as we whirl and age, that we add to it, tell it best we can, humble and angered for the decimation of species and become true archons of what went down. USA, modern poetics, postmodern poetics, or minimalism on the desert stage. Leave hints of your ceremonies in shapes of clouds, cleft in rock as tertons do, in mind streams, whatever multiverse you swam to. Leaving now? Are you leaving now? Rather caught up to this place I grew and feel shame of, new world's incarceration, torment on bodies, concentration camps, blood on hands, indigenous first knowers of spirit needed, bow low, then Mexico rise again to its shimmering sainthood, absent Sinaloan pathology, its magic of augury and shaman bird flight. Please, that there be a reckoning, a balance, an evolution. Please, that we do not become lost in our robotic capitalist hell realm, our false paradise, greed and privilege, our destruction through nuke weaponry, missiles with toxic tip plutonium culpability. Our walls, our walls, our starvation of life, of air, insatiable ghost realms, so very hungry. How can you love without a dream of other? Alone dying and alone together living and dying. What once could breathe? What is this version of a world? And out of Mexico, here first, New Mexico, California, Texas. No more death, death, death bodies that senses be keen and sharpened, that we still call out the fascists who slaughter truth and body and future complicit in the meltdown of this human existence and spiritual mystery, that we care for our seas, our coral reefs, reefs, our forests, our mountains, late in the game of harm. And we will need to catch up, otherwise a dirge for the voice of Anthropos, wreck of the human. 
May we disappear with our fraught suicide, recede to other zones of consciousness. Do no harm, sing and sound here. Got another 500 years? This is called Sung Devotions, and it's from a book called Sanctuary. But in light of this question also about um, antithesis reality and what about the infrastructures of language and informing and sustaining one another, I think we all have to be savvy around uh, the critical harm being done, the new appointees in all the courts of the, the land, the um, incredible you know fracking that goes on, all these things that are harming, harming, harming the planet, the endless uh, rip, the coal, the coal fuel, the nuclear stuff, this chemical warfare stuff, et cetera, et cetera, and the climate, which needs our um, undivided attention, and then how to care for all the, uh, the um, you know, spill of that trauma. So I think if you're going to be a, you know, a smart organizer, an activist, it would be good to work with lawyers who can actually uh, take on, uh, you know, whole countries where you can sue a country for its, its uh, disaster, its imposed disaster for, on its greed and so on. There's just got to be a new kind of world court. And there are individuals uh, going after things in that way. So I think that, you know, we do our little dances and songs and we are... Our ideas, feelings are in the right place, but it's we're, we're the the enemy is so vast, the stakes are so high, uh, things are so close to you know total dystopia and you know end of a certain kind of life as we know it. I, in my conversations with various seers and uh, Buddhist teachers in the Tibetan tradition, there is a sense of you know, possibly, and I think in the Mayan tradition as well, a sense of, you know, a third of life continuing, you know, reduced but struggling along and, and that it's not all going to end, you know, a beautiful, neat ending. So there's so much to be done. And rather than, you know, talk about the end of the world, we talk about the end of the world more than we talk about revolution. <laughs> it's that old, uh, you know, idea, which is often true. So it's not going to end neatly. I don't think. I think there's going to be a lot of work for people, many people coming after. And I think we have to be dedicated archons, keep, keepers of the archive, as well as dedicated uh, guardians of the incredible toxic waste and plutonium that's in our soil. There's Joanna Macy's beautiful idea of, you know, serving as a guardian in difficult sites, also being an educator so we know, so we're not going to make the same mistakes again, that there are markers uh, on our planet that can be, you know, pyramids and all kinds of interesting, speaking of transformation, transform into something elegant and magnetizing that will let you in on these uh, dark secrets and how to think, because it's a matter of changing consciousness, consciousness in relation to uh, how we regard nature, that we are, you know, we are inside it, not on top of it, not running it. So working against the lords of materialism, against the greed, etc., 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 but smartly. So if you can, um, 
try to talk to some of the right people and turn it all around. And now I'm going to read a poem of Anne's titled St. Mark's Church in the Bowery. It's dated July 27th, 1978, which is the day that the roof of St. Mark's burned down and nearly destroyed the entire church. And this date also happens to be my birthday. So this is St. Mark's Church in the Bowery. The church is speaking center stage. I am carrying hidden progress, interrupted by sobs, deeply under a flood of light, destroyed a building to do it. And my various parts I now give up, give up to live the lack of any axis, no human hand expressing so much, ever again give up, giving out, nor ever again be as service to intelligence directing passion, whose chin, whose steeple points to heaven, the river glittering in the distance, contradictory stars in their terrible unboundedness over all of you, giving it up to clarify work so dear to me means everything now, giving it all up and looking back, who was prodigal, who made you smile, who was changing, impatient for inspiration, which dawned upon everyone abruptly, children not meant to please or displease, simple and offered as something necessary. My heart is not cooled, nor will it ever be free to withdraw before the radiant opponent, nor doubt to interpret the gesture of someone who beckons, give it up in your swift decisiveness. I have no mind for statement or surface of this place. I was here, I am here, I'll be here always. Inertia, when feeling carried away, swings the wheel and returns to light. It was including you I came to, my longing to be known. Did you see me call to witness? Did you see me giving up what fury and fire can't undo? <laughs> <laughs>